In today's show, we've got news about Disney Cruise Line pop-up shop. Disneyland Resort theme park tickets and packages are now available. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Before we get too far into the show, we want to make sure that you're aware of a brand new show that we put out last week with former Walt Disney Imagineering writer Brian Collins, who helped create the magic for many of the world's most beloved attractions, including the Jungle Cruise, Epcot's World Showcase, and the former Great Movie Ride. We spoke about what goes into reimagining a attraction at Walt Disney World, and it's a great show, and it's already out there. There in your podcast uh, feeds because it went up last week. We're going to be doing these shows once a month with Brian, and we have something extra special a little bit later in the show, but we'll tell you about that uh, in a little bit. Uh, so don't miss the uh, Imagineering the Magic show uh, coming out on Tuesdays every uh, once a month. Uh, so yeah, we want to thank Brian for being a part of the show and uh, sharing his knowledge with uh, all of us. And we would be remiss if we did not share uh, all we could about our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Whether you're just starting to plan uh, next year or maybe even this year vacation uh, or some type of a destination event, if you if you have questions or if you just want to have some help planning, contact our friends over at Destinations to Travel. They will be your guide for your dream vacation. And hey, look, things are kind of crazy right now. We don't know what's open, how things are going to be. Uh, travel restrictions change. And now is the best time to have a travel planner helping you, keeping you aware of what's going on in the travel industry. And it doesn't cost you anything. So why wouldn't you use? a travel planner so go to disney uh parkspodcast.com forward slash travel fill out a quick little questionnaire so they get a little information about what you're planning on and someone from destinations will get in touch with you we want to thank you so much for uh supporting us and uh, we're proud to be a part of the destinations of travel family so definitely go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel yeah and we and we got oh. a, a taker on the luggage. So, oh, really? Somebody booked the trip, uh, paid for it, and uh, the luggage is gone. Finally gone. gone. They, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you going to do with all that space now in your garage? <laughs> uh, there's still other things there that we have to give away. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm so, sorry. I still have things. Uh, we also want to obviously we need to do a shout out for Christina and Adriana who are doing guest articles yeah. uh, over DisneyParksPodcast.com. They're doing a great job. Those articles are amazing. So we want to thank those guys as well. So yeah. so there's that. Um, where, there we go. Um, how you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? Good. How about you? Uh, not too bad. It was kind of a rough end of the week for me. Mm. Had uh, had a couple little health issues there, but. Uh, no biggie. I'm better. Yeah. And um you, well, know, went to, we uh, had... you said you went to Disney Springs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crowded, Disney Springs. Not crowded. Uh, you went on a Thursday, right? <laughs> we went on a Wednesday night, actually. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Uh, we went Wednesday night. So that wasn't and, uh, the weekend. Uh no, it wasn't. And there's still a fair fair amount of people, as they would say down in Australia, there's a fair dink of amount of people. And um we got there relatively early and we walked over and we had a cocktail at the dockside margarita place and listened to the music and watched the sunset. Our buddy walked over from uh, um, Saratoga Springs and we had dinner over at the boathouse, had a great time. And then we, uh, we drove him home and that was it. Did you it have the, time. uh, Disney Cruise Line uh, Pina Colada because I got a special Disney Cruise Line drink over there. No, I didn't. I had a, I I did have a Pina Colada, but I did not have the Disney Cruise Line version. I didn't see it on the menu. Mm. Uh, maybe they, but yeah, maybe they didn't roll it out yet. 
Maybe. I don't know. But uh, they were super. I mean, everywhere you went was busy. Yeah. Everybody was six feet apart. I didn't say six feet apart. I just said busy. <laughs> there were a lot of masks, though. But we did uh, we did a fair amount of looking, shopping, and we uh, mm. the stores that they have in the co-op right now are awesome. Just some mm. great stuff. They've got a lot of really cool stuff out there. A lot of great Dooney and 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 uh, mm. Dooney and Burke purses that match dresses and accessories now. Yeah. A lot of really cool stuff in the kitchen area. They got really awesome dog and cat pet clothes and Disney themed items there. So it's, I love the co-op. I always have. So yeah. Don't want. yeah, I like that too. Uh, I haven't. I, I've been avoiding it because of spring break and. The only time I can really go is on the weekends. And right. it's been pretty busy from what I've heard and seen. And I'm just, you know, I guess if I went in the morning uh, and got in, got out and got it done. Uh, but I'm not a morning person. And that's my, right. that's my, that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because by dinner time, it's just a zoo. And I know Bueno want to be there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, did, you, did you do anything? No, do I did. No, I did not uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I had plans to go uh, do something at a hotel, but uh, that uh, failed. So, um, mm. but uh, this no, Saturday I do have lunch reservations at the Wilderness. So there, there's that. Yeah. So we were, we watched uh, we watched a lot. I got sick uh, late Wednesday night. So Thursday all day I was in bed, and Friday it was starting feel human again and saturday we didn't do too much so we watched a ton of disney plus mm. um, so yeah so we did a he did a lot of that so i did a lot of disney this weekend just not in the way that i would wanted to yeah uh, but yeah anyway so um anything else you want to chat about before we get into it no sure let's fire it up All right. nothing else we can do but get into the news and now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, now you can learn and play to celebrate Earth Day in the My Disney Experience and Play Disney Parks apps as we can uh, continue to celebrate our Earth Month. Uh, Disney's decided uh, to share more about the environmental initiatives and con conservation efforts underway to protect our planet and show guests uh, how to have some fun on, in their own backyard. Um, so on Earth Day, April 22nd, so that's Thursday, thank God Earth Day chose the 22nd because nobody wants to get, you know, in crossfire with Apple Day. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Uh, guests can check out the My Disney Experience app to learn all about the different projects from Disney destinations around the world and how they can participate through activities at home uh, that can help make a difference from recycling plastic bottles uh, to uh, creating pollinator gardens. Uh, we're discovering new practices to help the environment uh, that we can invite, and I say we as in Disney invites guests to join uh, wherever they may be. Uh, in a new series of mini games, guests can listen closely and test their ears to see if they can identify the species whose sounds delight our guests every day. Plus, in a special episode of Disney Park's Wild Sights, guests can meet the Nigerian dwarf goats of Kilimanjaro safaris. As some of our Disney's newest residents, these goats have a unique home on Savannah, and Disney cast members can't wait to tell you about them uh, and their habitat and how it came to be. Guests can hear from the Disney teams who helped create it and see how we can all take steps to protect animals' habitats in our own communities and around the planet we call home. But that's not all. I should say, wait, there's more. Uh, guests could take the celebration digital with some exclusive downloadable wallpapers in the My Disney Experience app featuring the Nigerian dwarf groats. Those aren't bad. Uh, the Sumatran tigers and more. Sorry, couldn't resist. Plus, they can enjoy some virtual backgrounds for their online video chats. Hey, yo. Uh, they're smart, man. I mean, we spend... 
we adults are spending like 90% of our days in video chats. Now we yeah. get some early Disney stuff. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, guests can stay tuned to play the Disney Park app for a special edition of trivia all about Earth Day. They can test their knowledge from whenever they uh, may be when a new series of questions launches on Friday, April 23rd, 2021. Whether guests are planning a garden or cleaning up a bench, learning, excuse me, cleaning up a beach, learning about nature. Why would they be cleaning up a bench, John? I, I have no idea in my brain. Uh, whether guests are planning a garden or cleaning up a bench. Damn it, I did it twice. Whether guests are planning a garden or cleaning up a beach, learning about nature, or seeing how they can know about cons- uh, conservation. There are so many ways to have fun and get creative, get their hands a little dirty, dirty and make eco-friendly choices that celebrate this world that we share. That was a lot, a lot of text there. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Halfway through an article, my brain's like, I want out, I want out, I want out, I want out. And it just goes, goes places. Oh, gosh. Why would they be cleaning up a bench? There's no problem with cleaning up a bench. If I want to clean up a bench for Earth Day, damn it, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, a couple of at Universal that need cleaning, I'm just saying. Yeah. If you're uh, jonesing for Disney Cruise, uh, this is what Disney's uh, doing. They got a pop-up shop uh, mm-hmm. over at Disney Springs. So I think Disney Cruise Line is like, uh, hey, uh, uh, Bob, we have um, an entire warehouse filled with merchandise that we can't put on a ship. Can we Can we sell that in the, in the parks so we can get rid of some of the inventory before the new cruise yeah. season starts? Yeah, I got you. Uh, so last week, the Disney Cruise Line uh, reached uh, a big uh, construction milestone on the Disney Wish, where they they laid the keel coin, uh, and now they're announcing that a broad assortment of Disney Cruise Line merchandise has taken up space in a warehouse mm. is heading to the shores for a limited time, and when we mean limited, until it's gone. That's right, because <laughs> that. Their mission is get rid of it. Is at Disney Springs now through early September. Guests can stop by the Marketplace Co-op to shop exclusive, and it really is exclusive because normally you oh, can yeah. only get this on a cruise ship. So right. it is exclusive right. uh, collections, including traditional Disney Cruise Line uh, Wave and Sail Away mini collections, because nothing mm. is sailing away right now, as well as a selection from Castaway Key and. You can't get there unless you're on a Disney cruise. So no, that's cannot. very exclusive. Disney Cruise Line's private island in the Bahamas. The Bahama guests can prepare to sail away with trendy and nautical-themed spirit jerseys, T-shirts, and even matching styles for adults and kids uh, for the entire family to match. So everybody can get a T-shirt, and you'll all look the same. Did you check out the shop when you were there? It probably wasn't open yet. You know, bro, I don't think it was open because if yeah, I if I'd have seen it, I'd have gone in it. Because yeah. uh yeah, I mean Because I want bro. a castaway shirt because you know, I don't know if if and when I'll ever get there. But yeah. Yeah, uh, you need yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, get, guests can pack their perfect uh, getaways in adorable Disney Cruise Line lounge fly bags or with a classy luggage set. So I think it's like a five-piece luggage set they're selling from the uh, picture, if I remember correctly. Uh, they'll discover everything from mugs to magnets to luggage tags to hats, photo frames, and much, much more. Everything you would get in a Disney Cruise Line gift shop is for sale. Yeah, at at the same price. As, oh, probably more know. if they were smart. I'm sure, probably, yeah, because it's so. I mean, exclusive. you can't get it anywhere. It's. I mean, it is literally the definition of exclusive. Yeah. Yep. Unless, of course, you go to the outlet mall, right. and it's it's there too. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, while guests Did- are uh, shopping, be sure to check out the ship models for an up-close and personal look at the Disney dream and fantasy. So the model mm-hmm. ships there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's like one in every hotel lobby, too. Um, they're really a dime a dozen. Uh, just across the way at Doxa's Margaritas, uh, adults can sip on the strawberry daiquiris and the pina coladas in the traditional cruise line um, uh, glass mug. Uh, to add to more of your, of your vacation vibes at Disney Springs. And those are wild supplies last. So apparently there's a limited supply of the cruise line mugs. 
the pina colada mugs. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> um, let me see something. I I don't think we. Yeah, I don't. We were there Wednesday. I don't think this was up. I would have yeah. seen this. I honest to God would would have seen this. Yeah, those mugs are gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed that. I don't think it was up. Yeah. I'll double. I'll ask Sid, but I don't. I don't think it was running. We would have walked in there. We'd have. You know. Right. Well, it's something. Right. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> we could have burnt that credit card to the ground. Uh, Disneyland Resort theme park tickets and packages are also available. Good God, amen. I mean. Amen. Finally, as yeah. announced, Disneyland Park and California Adventure Park plan to reopen on April 30th with limited capacity. When Disney reopens their two theme parks, they will have enhanced health and wellness measures and will limit capacity through a new theme park reservation system. Theme park reservations are currently available online in advance only for specific dates, subject availability, California residents only. I'm adding that just so you don't forget. Yeah. Uh, last week, new theme park ticket sales resumed and guests without existing park tickets may begin purchasing tickets and making park reservations, hotel and package reservations for stays at Disneyland's Grand California Hotel and Spa, as well as 37 good neighbor hotels. 37 hotels have been dying on the vine. Yes. 37 Good Neighbor Hotels are also now available. Uh, until further no further notice, as I said earlier, only California residents may visit the parks and only in groups that are larger than three households per state guidelines. For guests who purchased a 2020 military salute ticket, the expiration date has been extended through December 16th of 2021. Tickets may be used on non-consecutive days. Currently, new military salute tickets are not available for purchase on... Uh, for 2021 as Disneyland Resort adjusts the changing state guidelines. Uh, Disneyland does look forward to reserving a military salute offering at some time in the future. They should probably have pushed that up a little bit because the military deserves it. Uh, here's a special tippy tip. Um, be sure to log into your Disney account first to link valid theme park tickets prior to accessing the park reservation system. Apparently, they're anticipating this being a problem. Yeah, because... People are going to try to go to the park system to get a day, and it mm -hmm. won't show anything because you don't have a park ticket linked to your right. uh, to your account. So link the ticket to your account and then go get your day. Hmm. That's the order of procedure. Good call. Yep. yep. Uh, concept model of the Tokyo Disney Sea's new themed Port Fantasy was unleashed on the world uh, last week. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort debuted three videos uh, showing the parts of the exciting concept model of the Fantasy Springs, a new themed port which will open at Tokyo Disney Sea's park in 2023. Uh, this will be the eighth themed port in Tokyo Disney Sea, eight themed ports. It's the largest ever since the park opening. Of course it is. <laughs> Fantasy Springs will include a Disney luxury deluxe hotel. Three separate areas are dedicated to different Walt Disney Animation Studio films, such as Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. Okay. Uh, the attractions, restaurants, and immersive spaces will lead guests into a world of each story. Uh, the concept model, you can go see these on uh, the Disney Parks blog. You can see the, all the videos are one-fifth of the actual size of the port. So you've been shrunk down to the size of a toy. Uh, during the development process, Walt Disney Imagineering uses concept art, drawings, and models to plan out uh, arrangement and size of buildings and different uh, area development. The model is painted and shot from different angles to provide more concrete views of Fantasy Springs. And this is something that we spoke about with uh, Brian, because I said I asked him about the you know the like Toy Story model, the the Fantasyland model, the uh, you know like what do they do with them afterwards? Like, is it in somebody's garage? Is you know is it on eBay? Can I get one? You know. Uh... Is it sitting question. in the D23 archives, you know? Yeah, it's probably the Disney archive somewhere, you know, yeah. or until 
Iron Man decides to take it home and and create a, a new element out of yeah. a weight that was. Yeah. And then my other, my other question is too is you know, uh, the time, the effort that goes into making one, wouldn't it be cheaper to make it in the virtual world, you know, with Oculus goggles and you know be able to walk through it, and apparently. Yeah. No, because you can't get like at eye level and look for sight lines and things like that. So, hence the models are being made. Yeah, but the thing about the models is, is it's like we've learned at D23. It, you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I can't wait to see that. And that gets locked in your brain yeah. versus like image. Mm. You know, you can see the image, but once you actually see it in three dimensions, you're, it, it just kind of locks in. Yeah. And then when things aren't built, you're like, yeah. wait a minute. But, what the hell happened? Like, I thought I'm standing where something should be. <laughs> uh, for the past two decades, uh, Tokyo Disney Sea uh, has continued to evolve, and uh, yeah, and offer guests even more magical experiences to join, to enjoy. Stay tuned uh, for informational things. So here was something I uh, was uh, learning. Uh, I learned this weekend. I don't know the truth. I have to ask somebody now. So, the Magic Kingdom lands. And hotels that are around it are matched. So like Tomorrowland, Contemporary, mm -hmm. Adventureland, Polynesian. I don't know. <laughs> Fantasyland, Grand Floridian? Uh, That's the one I, I lost connection to. The other two I get the connection well, of, of the land to its proximity. I do know that back in the day, the plan had been to be to have like a um, an Asian a lands and and something like of a pan an Asian land or yeah, a Pan Asia. Yeah, and then there was another resort that was supposed to be opened as well, mm -hmm. but they had problems because you know they kept doing the tests and the ground was just swallowing everything up. So, yeah. um, I don't I don't know how the Grand Floridian were fits into i guess though one of the lands i guess if you think about like how it fits into like the crystal palace would fit roughly main street usa roughly mm. i don't i don't know i just work here yeah. you know it's easy to say like a california adventure you know the grand californian makes sense because it's in the california like the the wooded california scene you know right. um over in, in a California adventure, it makes a little bit more sense, but yeah, I think they, they had a great plan there, but they just didn't fall through with it when they, things couldn't work out that way. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you like the show and you'd like to support us, we would encourage you to go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash Patreon, because that'll take you to our Patreon page where you can sign up for uh, many levels of support. Now, each level of support comes with some pretty awesome rewards, but we've added some extra incentive. The $5 level, you get a couple of extra shows, the Extra Magic and the Extra Extra Magic Hour shows. Uh, and then at the $10 level, you get an additional disney plus podcast show meaning we talk about all the things happening on disney plus which is a fun show and i think a lot of people dig it if you like uh not only some extra content for the week but you also would like to get your hands on one of the disney by the numbers t-shirts uh shirts and not have to really stress about trying to get the you know payment in did i miss an email because i'm always worried about that you know there's a level that you can get the shirt and all three shows plus all the extra perks as well. Uh, so go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash Patreon and sign up. And Patreon's just opened up uh, the ability for you to pay annually. And on top of everything else, you can save 10%. Plus, we're also sweetening the deal by throwing in a free hand-embroidered uh, hand Pixar hat uh, for joining. Or if you go from like the $5 to the $10 or the $10 up to the uh, the t-shirt level, uh, you can get a free Pixar hat as well. Now, if you already have a Pixar hat, just reach out and let us know. And we'll figure something out. So, yeah, go to Patreon, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Sign up. We want to thank all of our Patreons. Without doing what you guys do, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And uh, it really is a, uh, a great community to be a part of. Yep. Uh, coming up uh, May 29th, 
we are going to see a movie at the AMC Theater. Uh, it's getting close. They're starting to load some of our selections in there. So uh, probably in the next week or so, uh, we should have more details on that and how to sign up. It will be limited to 20 people. Uh, and uh, that is going to be on us. So you're going to want to listen and find out when we uh, release those tickets because uh, I have a feeling they're going to go quick. Yeah. Uh, we added a special uh, June meetup, uh, June 12th. Uh, there are six seats with a lunch with an Imagineer. Uh, our uh, former Imagineer, Brian Collins, is coming uh, to lunch. We are going to go to the boathouse at 1 p.m. And uh, we are going to sit down and you can ask uh, a former Imagineer uh, anything or everything about Disney Imagineering. So bring all your questions, your thoughts, your concerns, your whatever you got in your head and bring it all. Um, now, you can go to uh, HTTPS uh, forward slash forward slash DPP with Brian dot Eventbrite dot com. Uh, and uh, let's see, I'll post that on Facebook and I'll post it on um our Facebook page, and I'll post it on the website, too, so you can go uh, get the tickets there. Cool. Uh, August 7th meetup, we are going to Ravello at breakfast. Stay tuned for more details on that. That will kind of be limited to probably about to 12, 14 people, well, depending on what happens in August. Uh, mm-hmm. And then December 11th, uh, monorail crawl. So that is uh, uh, a lot of fun. All right, yeah. John, last week we had a very interesting question. Yes. And th- there were not a lot of uh, answers. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think we uh, – I, I, not that we purposely stumped people, but I think this gave a lot of people pause. So Caroline it's did. what character in Toy Story 3 says the line – and we're quoting here – authority should derive from the consent of the governed, not from the threat of force, end quote. And I knew the I knew the answer to this question last week. Oh, did you? Did I did actually. Even though you write the answer, I knew what okay. the answer was. Well, the correct answer was Barbie. <gasps> Barbie. The intellectual Barbie. Yeah, crazy, right? It's like L from Pretty in Pink. Yeah, was that Smart Barbie Not or legally blonde. Uh, legally blonde? Was that Smart Barbie or Airline Barbie? <laughs> that was uh, College Graduate Barbie. Oh, College. <laughs> <laughs> or that might have been. Probably for the way it sounds like it was either Pistol Senator Barbie. Barbie, no Senator Barbie, or um, Supreme Court Justice Barbie. <laughs> All right. What do you do when you grow up? I want to be a Supreme Court Justice, Supreme yeah. Court Justice Barbie, Supreme Court Justice, whatever GI Joe equivalent yeah. they had. Right. All right. This is uh, 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 Kevin is the winner. Uh, Kevin, I'll toss that in the mail. Actually, I have uh, two others I got to toss in the mail, so uh, I'll get on it. All right, this week's trivia question. You ready? Yep. The let me do this first. Okay. Uh, which animated feature has the most songs in it? Which animated feature has the most songs in it? I think the answer might surprise you. Yeah, that's a toughie. Yeah. I mean, I have a thought, but I don't think yeah, I don't think it's yeah. right. Yeah. I can't guess the voice of the matter. If you know the correct answer, uh, email that to DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. So it's DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. All right. So we've got some, uh, oddly enough, apparently uh, they're not done working on the Haunted Mansion. I thought that, that, that place had been dilapidated and been run down for years. But apparently no, they're they're doing some home improvements, you know. So they they went out to Home Depot, got some supplies, and got Master Gracie got Master Gracie got some work goes together. And uh, so, upon your return to uh, Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, uh, you may discover that the ghosts have been busy updating a few elements around the estate. Outside, the freshly landscaped details now adorn the site for the dearly departed pets, representing their stories from beyond the grave. Inside, a keen eye will notice a few dastardly design embellishments, along with the portrait uh, hallway, including the return of an old, perhaps familiar face, one of the mansion's original 
portraits known as April to December once again graces the hallway. And as you step closer to your doom buggy, you'll see the lovely woman aging before your eyes. Uh, we look forward to the planned reopening of Disneyland Resort theme parks on April 30th. Both a theme park. Oh, God, I'm not going to read all that crap again. Guys, uh, you got to have a theme park res- res- reservation as well as the tickets. Uh, theme park reservations can be limited to and subject to availability. Uh, again, only California residents. There's no reason for us to read all that. But, right. guys, they've updated the mansion, and it looks amazing. Um so uh, I'm a little jealous. Yeah. And now the question is, I, and I didn't get a good look in the picture. So do they have like a pet cemetery now? Like we've got a pet cemetery. I can't. I can't remember from the picture. Now they're obviously not going to have Mr. Toad in it because they still have Toad. Yeah, Toad's not dead there. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, hey, we were we're really excited because we're debuting something brand new uh, this week, and what we're doing is we're bringing in some Disney experts to share some of their expertise on how to Disney. So we combed all of our resources to find the best of the best to talk about how to Disney in different uh, areas, like how to Disney as a large family, how to Disney as a couple, how to Disney for foodies, how to Disney for people who love cocktails, how to Disney as a photographer. And this week, Coming off of the story that uh, Tony just shared, we're going to be talking to Tim Krasniewski uh, and how did Disney as a DVC member. So the way this is going to be is we're going to play half of the interview now, and then we're going to uh, have the rest of it only for our Patreon family. So if you want to hear the whole interview, you'll have to join up on Patreon, and we will uh, gladly have you be a part of that over there. And uh, if you want to sign up again, you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. And uh, let's take it away, We'd like to welcome our good friend and DVC expert, Mr. Tim Krasniewski. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Good, how are you? We are great. Uh, We're so excited to have you on. You were actually the first of our experts, our Disney experts, talking about how to Disney. And uh, we wanted to talk to you about DVC because coming to DVC, uh, coming to Disney as a DVC member is drastically different than coming as just a regular old ticket holder, even just an annual pass holder. Um, So one of the things we want to do is just kind of find out, you know, some basics about DVC and, and how Disney is different as a DVC member. So why don't we just start off with the first basic questions? Like what, what is Disney vacation club in a nutshell? Uh, Can I use the T word? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Disney vacation club is a timeshare. Um, you know that I don't know that they'll ever use that word in a sales pitch, but right. uh, but that's basically what it is. And and you know if you're if you're our age, um, timeshares probably don't have the greatest reputation going back. Right. You know, twenty or thirty years. I I think the you know the 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 timeshare model that some people might be familiar with from years ago was people would buy a week. You know, you get one week and one destination, and every year you would have to go that week. Right. Um, and if people, you know, had conflicts in their plans or just didn't feel like going to, you know, Branson, Missouri anymore, then then the week went unused and the timeshare became sort of an albatross. Right. Um, yeah. You know, Disney Vacation Club follows more of a points-based model. Um, which means you're buying a number of points which are representative to the to the amount of time that you spend that mm-hmm. you can spend the, the points become the commodity right is what it is right right and I it's like points based on the weeks you want to go because they have I think it's five different you know is it five now still there's seven, seven? seasons yeah seasons there's Sorry. seven seasons in the in the floor in the Disney World resorts yeah. yeah. Uh, so based oh. on the season and what type of room you may need uh, for your stay uh, would kind of indicate the, you know, the allotment of points that uh, you may need. Exactly. And 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 that brings a great deal of, of flexibility to the program as well, um, you know, because people you aren't limited to, you know, not only dates, not only are you not limited to specific dates. But you aren't limited to a specific room size or even a specific resort. 
Right. Um, so, you know, if you are, are traveling, you know, you want to bring some family members and be close to the parks, you know, one year you can book a two bedroom villa at the boardwalk and, you know, walk over to Epcot, do whatever you want. You know, next year, maybe you want more of a, an adult only mm-hmm. weekend getaway or something like that. You can book right. a, a studio villa at Saratoga Springs for the weekend and, and, just kind of chill at Disney Springs or something like that. So, right, right. So you you don't have to pick your room. Uh, you do get a home resort. Uh, that that's the resort that you buy into, but you don't have to stay even at that resort. Um, if you so choose, you can stay at one of the other DVC uh, resorts as well. Correct. Yes. Yeah. the The advantage of the home resort, you know, legally, it's you know, this is a this is a legal real estate purchase it's it's mm-hmm. deeded with you know orange county or or you know whatever the the municipality is where you own because they have resorts in hilton head south right. carolina and bureau beach and mm-hmm. hawaii and california but um so it's it's deeded and you own it and you can will it and all that kind of stuff yeah. um but um um i lost my train of thought what was your question <laughs> <laughs> well let's do this um so there, uh, you you're talking about points, and I think it was when they started selling the poly, right? They also then threw in this monkey wrench and said, "Well, if you don't like the points thing, we will sell you a week, and now right. people can buy a specific week the old-fashioned way, and say, all right, yes, I want this specific week uh, every year uh, right. at this resort.' Um, are the weeks tradable?" like points are so like oh gosh uh mr disney person i can't come that week can i move it you know three weeks forward or two weeks you know uh back right yeah you you can do exactly that so okay um um you know backing up to your prior point the the significance of the home resort is the the resort that you buy into and you own you can you can book your stays there 11 months prior to when right. you want to arrive mm-hmm. um the the other resorts at which you aren't an owner you can only book seven months out right um so that difference can be significant much of the year um, yes you know the the beach club is one of the more popular destinations bay lake um, tower get <laughs> bay lake towers popular yeah. the the Grand Floridian mm-hmm. is both popular and small. I mm-hmm. think it's the smallest yep. resort at Florida there. So, you know, if you want to stay in some of those more popular uh, locations or room classes that are more popular, because like the boardwalk has these really cheap standard view rooms mm-hmm. um, and Animal Kingdom Lodge has some value rooms, which are really small, which are, excuse me, not terribly, you know, smaller or, or less desirable than others but they're they're significantly cheaper yeah um those are are much more difficult to book at seven months if you aren't an owner there yeah um now your your question about the the fixed weeks Mm -hmm. um basically what they do is they they make they they look at the points charts okay and whatever the cost would be currently for the week that you want to buy right they make you buy 10 percent more points than that Okay. So if you want to buy, you know, for instance, I'm looking at a boardwalk points chart in front of me here now, mm-hmm. which they don't have the fixed week. So that's a bad example. <laughs> uh, let's just do a hypothetical. Let's okay. say we're <laughs> buying into uh, a Riviera and you wanted a week, you, you wanted a week in a one bedroom villa mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. And that week would cost you 200 points. Okay. So in order to get the fixed week, they're going to make you buy 220. Okay. And before that 11-month booking window even arrives, your room for the week that you've purchased is, is set aside and confirmed. Oh, wow. So you're, you're guaranteed to have that week. And, and the weeks are set by, by numbers every year. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you buy week 50, which would be somewhere in early to mid-December or, right. or something along those lines. So yeah. the, the dates fluctuate a, a, a little bit every year. I okay. believe it's always like a Sunday arrival and a Sunday checkout with the fixed weeks. Right. But what you can do then is the the flexibility it brings you. It, the benefits of the fixed week are are twofold. I think the first is 
DVC does have the ability to adjust the the costs of a room on any given night based upon demand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, rooms can go up in cost; they can go down in cost depending mm-hmm. upon you know what member patterns are and those sorts of things. So, buying the fixed week locks you in no matter what happens to the cost of that week in the future. Okay. Um, if on today's chart it's two hundred points for for our hypothetical room, they make you buy two twenty. If that week someday goes up to 250, you're still only paying your 220. Right. And you're set. So that's one benefit of it. The other benefit is at any point in time, you can cancel that room and you just get your 220 points to use however you wish. Okay. So it's it's a guarantee without really a drawback, if you will. Yeah, sure. Wow. In that sense. Hmm. If you would like to listen to the complete conversation that we have with Tim about Disney Vacation Club, go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up and you'll have instant access to the full interview with Tim Krasniewski from DBC News. And we certainly thank you, Tim, for sharing your expertise and your time, and we can't wait to see you in future episodes. All right, let's talk about things, uh, character experiences uh, at the opening of Disneyland. Uh, For those... West Coasters that have been here, you know what the experience is like. It's no huggy huggy of your favorite character. It's uh, wavy wavy. Uh, mm-hmm. So here's what's happening. So uh, popular Disney characters will be part of the magic as Disneyland Resort theme park opens on April 30th. These experiences will be similar, but not the same to what you've seen at Walt Disney World theme parks since they reopened. Mm-hmm. Characters from dozens of beloved Disney stories may be spotted waving and playing across the Disney Park and California Adventure Park. They may even pop up posing in backgrounds for selfies. So <laughs> uh, I'm not going to run down all the characters and uh, all the things, but just some of the places, and you can obviously summarize who's going to be there. So right. in the Disney Park, you got Main Street. Obviously, your Mickey and Friends will be there. Then your Royal Theater, you'll have, guess, a lot of princesses. Uh, Small World Terrace will be Alice. Uh, New Orleans Square, uh, the characters of New Orleans have returned to their old haunts and with some new ones. So Tiana, obviously, Pirates, Red, uh, all will be uh, on the balcony there. Uh, Mickey's hmm. Toontown, where you find Mickey and his friends. You can wave right. them probably from their houses. Yep. Uh, hey, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Guess who you can see there? Who that? Maybe a little Vader. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Is there a place to see Vader in California? Not yet. Because we have our little Star Wars thing. Over yeah, the studios. I, I. I don't know. I don't know what they've got. But, but he doesn't appear in Galaxy's Edge. No, not yet. Either. Anyway, you'll be able to see Ray, Chewbacca, and all those uh, stormtroopers. Kylo. Uh, I know here recently Ray has been playing with the Star Speeders. She's got really? a whole uh, little stick that she's doing over by the store speeders uh, nice. for hours. Uh, Disney's California Adventure Park uh, over at Carthay Fountain or slash Buena Vista. Uh, guests can reach the heart of Disney California. You can find your friends uh, Mickey and his friends there. Uh, superheroes, guess where they will be? Uh, Avengers Campus? <laughs> yeah, pretty good guess. Uh, or Yeah, uh, (laughs) that's where you'll be able to see Black Widow, Captain America, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and who's that, Dora Maje? Dora Milaje. They're the the African fighters from uh, Black Panther who's in Falcon and Soldier, the bald women. Yeah, okay. Okay. Dora Milaje. Yep. Uh, Cars Land over Radiator Springs, you'll be able to see Lightning McQueen, Red the Fire Truck, uh, Mater, all your course people uh pixar pals will obviously uh will be woody jesse mr and mrs uh incredible edna frozone joy sanders they will all be over at the pixar bandshell stage uh disney jr where you'll find your favorite disney jr storage you'll find vampira vampira Doc McStuffins, uh, those are over at the Disney Theater in Hollywood Land. And then Paradise Gardens, uh, guests can see uh, Judy Hopps 
and Nick Wild uh, over on the Zootopia on Patrol. So there you go. You got a little bit of everything. Mm. Just bring well. a camera with a long lens because you really can't get that close. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment at all. <laughs> Is that you all the way over there, Mickey? It's a good thing their heads are big. Anyway, um, Jeff Vale and the Disney cast members get a sneak peek at uh, the new Moana-themed rooms at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Um, they, sh- excuse me, they shared uh, some awesome photos. Two of the oldest cast members at Walt Disney World uh, Resort, Pluto and Goofy, showed up to check out the changes as well. Uh, Disney's pleased to share the images uh, from cast members the other day uh now we have more to share you can find those out on the interwebs um uh, jeff l is president wait i missed this paragraph there my bad jeff l is president of the walt disney world resort who took over from josh tomorrow who stepped up to become chairman of disney parks experiences and products uh aloha cast members soaked in all the new details uh the guest uh rooms at disney's polynesian village resort at a cast exclusive open mouse weird some of the characters even stopped by to peek inside surprise casts from the patios each room is inspired by the pacific ocean including patterns and textures from moana polynesian village had been closed for well over a year now shutting down at the same time as all the other resorts when the pandemic hit never reopened with the rest of disney world except for the polynesian village excuse me villas and bungalows of the dvc members also open at the Polynesian is the Lava Pool, Captain Cook's, Tambu Lounge, Pineapple and I, and Kona Cafe. Ohana remains closed along with Trader Sam's Grotto. The two most popular in-demand items on Disney property are closed. Yep. (laughs) I can't figure For the life of me, I can't figure that out. I cannot figure that out. Well, I mean, the, the closed space in Grotto makes sense to me. Yes. Okay, fine. fine. The Ohana's doesn't. Servant family style. You know. It is family style. No, it's on skewers. So rather than bring it on uh, skewers, just plate it yeah. and bring Servant it to yeah. 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 Done. Done. And and then seat people further apart. Exactly. Every other time. Yeah. Every other time. Yeah. yeah. You're there welcome, you Disney. You're welcome. You're welcome. We hey, we're here to help. Yeah, just here. Gonna, to... We don't want to be a no a, no, a detour, no. a barrier to your success. No. We want to help. We we don't want to we don't want to keep you from success. We want to help you succeed. That's right. our role. Right. Uh, this was an interesting interesting one. I had to really do a double take on what they were trying to tell me um, with this article. But uh, Disneyland uh, has uh, changed their rules. Uh and I don't know if this is going to come over here as well, but this is Disneyland's current rules. We'll remove guests for using profanity or offensive language. Now, look, before you get upset and start cursing at me, <laughs> here are the rules. <laughs> uh, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure are reopening at the end of the month, April 30th. Uh, with the reopening comes some changes to policies and procedures in the park. Things like face masks are now required. Social distancing markers must be adhered to uh, in a place throughout the park. And capacity will be limited. Another policy change uh, was just noticed saying that guests using profanity or offensive language will be removed from the parks. This doesn't mean a guest who slips uh, an F-bomb while conversing with their family will be removed from the park. But the new policy states uh, using profanity or offensive language towards a cast member or other guests not Uh in their immediate party will be removed from the park. You can find this information on the Disneyland website. So apparently when, you know, the mask squad goes around and says, hey, sir, put up your mask. Uh, apparently, they've been cursed at. So, uh, uh, hang on. Go ahead. No, go, ahead. go ahead. So, we did a story in um, the Extra Extra Magic Hour show about Disney's new policy about uh, the key of inclusion and the changes they're making to allow uh, people to dress and adorn themselves the way that they see fit that's more. Mm-hmm. A representative of who they are and who their culture is and and who they 
um, are trying to be as people. I guess that's the best way of stating that. I wonder if part of this is that as well, mm. because this, I mean, it doesn't strike me as, as like people are telling cast members to F off every day, but I could see where some cast members didn't yell out about the masks, but I can certainly see where we start having uh, cast members who are not wearing the perceived uh, appropriate outfit for their perceived gender. Yeah, I can see people yelling at cast members about that, and that's something that's going to get you tossed out of Disney Land, yeah, yeah. and Disney World eventually too. So, yeah, yep. So, so uh, it's very interesting because you know I've been known to uh, drop the f bomb, uh, not, not at cast members, but just no. you know at crazy, no, just the way we talk, yeah, yeah. At, at crazy yeah. things. So, um, I guess I'm just gonna have to, you know. Make sure I'm not saying it in front of a cast member so they don't perceive it being tossed at them. Yeah. Hey, Tony, you're going to have to watch the little potty mouth. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Dear Bob Chappick. <laughs> I want to cuss, damn it. Uh, okay. The more and more uh, Disney World cast members are being recalled to work as Disney prepares to boost capacity for the summer. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Uh, Disney is continuing to push forward its reopening plans for Walt Disney World, with all signs pointing towards an imminent increase in park capacity ahead of the busy summer season. Uh, buoyed by a better-than-expected COVID-19 vaccination rollout and pent-up customer demand, psych, psych, uh, Disney is currently in the process of recalling a significant number of former cast members to their existing roles where available and into new roles where needed. We've seen frequent cast member orientation sessions at Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and Disney's Animal Kingdom over the past couple of weeks, and heard many from uh, heard from many cast members that they're returning to work. In addition to the increase in operational cast members, we're also seeing more Disney Park Pass reservation slots becoming available for June 2021 during periods that were previously unavailable. For resort and hotel guests, June had very limited availability. Uh, Recently, we've been seeing almost 100% availability for this period. Dining availability for June and beyond also seems uh, similarly increasing as well. A summer return for live entertainment, which begins with the celebration of the Festival of the Lion King at Disney's Animal Kingdom, will add much-needed capacity to the parks. Assuming the Festival of the Lion King is successful, uh, Disney's likely to see more and more live entertainment return, including the possibility of firework shows. I don't understand uh, yeah, I do understand. More people get together. Gathering. Forget it. Yeah, gathering. Uh, many attractions have also seen an increase in capacity achieved by adding more plastic dividers, reducing social distancing, and loading more guests per vehicle. Finally, Disney World operating hours recently released in, uh, for June of 2021 suggest a return to something more approaching normal length operating days. Disney never discloses specific attendance numbers, but it has mentioned various operational capacity percentages during this reported period. Disney CEO Roberto Shappy. Uh, last update was in February of 2021, where he talked about a 35% capacity. Of course, percentages can be rather ambiguous, and it never is quite clear what 35% of an unknown number actually is. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney Company's next earnings uh, result call for investors is scheduled for May 13th, and we can expect to hear an update from Bob uh, on capacity and how Disney World is ramping up for the summer and beyond. Yeah. So an interesting thing. So uh, I think it was Saturday. Saturday, we were trying to, uh, we wanted to dine somewhere at, on Disney property. So um, I pull up my Disney experience. I put dinner. And literally, John, literally nothing, nothing, not a really? place came up. They were all booked completely. I adjusted wow. the number down to one person. I went up to six people. I went like two, three, four, five, six. Nothing. There was not a place to eat on Saturday. That's how busy wow. uh, the restaurants have been. It's just, wow. I, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. For a local, it, on the weekend this month, we've just been shut out. There's just nothing. Yeah. Unless you got it months ago. Unless you got it 30 days ago. Um you know, and we're smart to do it. And I, I think that's going to happen. Um, I think I think they're going to raise it to 50% capacity uh, for this summer. 
uh, as a little mini test to see um, what could possibly happen if they went a little bit higher for October 1st. Because I don't think they want to sit at a low number for the 50th. I think they want to be at a higher number, obviously, to you know, attract more people, have more hotels open, have more things going. Uh, you know, it is the 50th. You know, it's something they've been probably planning for the last 10 years. Yeah, well, they want it to be healthy. They want it to be they want it to be a uh, an event. They want it to be something that people yeah. remember and are excited about. Right. And right. you know, less than thirty five percent capacity is not something that everybody's going to get really jacked up about. Yeah. So, you know, good on you. Yeah. Um, see, imagine uh, if it was Disneyland and they were stuck at fifteen percent, like they're going into, you know. Jeez. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they were they would freak. They would have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hey, don't forget, uh, you can go over to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash T-E-E public and get some uh, masks or uh, buttons or covers for your phone or all kinds of stuff. So go yeah. check that out. Yeah. So, um, hey, kids. How about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right, first up, uh, apparently uh, Moana was able to get a new boat and sail over to the Lani Resort. (laughs) (laughs) She's back at the resort. She found her way back. (laughs) Make way, make make way. way. That's great. Uh, you can also receive up to a 30% discount on select rooms at Olani this fall. Ooh. That paired with a direct flight uh, uh, on the Hawaiian airline from Orlando. Mm-hmm. is making that look like an attractive little trip. Yeah, that sounds like a fun gig, bro. Yeah. Uh, Disney has been removing the hand-washing stations from the theme parks. Remember they had all those plastic little hand washing? Uh, yeah. Uh, most of them are gone. So if you want to wash your hands, you now got to uh, do it in the bathroom or bring your own sanitizer. Um, there is a new orange vanilla Dole Whip at Disney Springs. Oh, God. How did I miss that? Well, you didn't call me, John. I would have given you that information. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I didn't because how the night ended would not have been would not have wanted to have orange dole whip come out. Isn't that the one that uh tastes like the kitty uh uh aspirin? The kitty aspirin. Oh no. Yeah, that may be. Still, think, I'll eat it. That'd be yeah, great. I think that's the kitty aspirin. Uh Dumbo uh is being repainted, obviously for the fifties. They are on a painting spree. Yeah. Anything that now, listen, if you stand still at Disney, they might paint you. That's everything. Go, go yeah. do some work. Yeah. Uh, Disneyland is recalling uh, more cast members to work. We spoke about that. Not recalling, but bringing them back to work. That sounds weird. Bringing them back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, Tiger Lily, a wet play area over at Vero Beach, is being closed from September 7th through November 15th. So uh, hurricane season, it's not really important to them. It's not their busy season. It's the end of summer. So let's clean it up. Yeah. The primary harmonious fireworks barge arrived on World Showcase Lagoon. You mean the... The (laughs) The alien spacecraft? Wasn't the primary? (laughs) Oh, my God. And... And they've been doing lighting and fountain testing. Not oh, at gosh. night yet. During the day. They've been running all the lights. You know, shooting. And apparently the, these uh, uh, water cannons have like three different kind of modes uh, to them as well. Yes. There's, uh, there's, <laughs> there's fire hydrant. There's sprinkler head, wa- sprinkler head, and spit. <laughs> oh god! 
gosh. Uh, refurbishment continues on Tom Sawyer Island, as well as the Barrel Bridge for the 50th, like I said. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the uh, modification over in Morocco? Yes. <laughs> they took the iconic penis off the building and turned it into a door. I want to know, was that door behind there? And if not, what does that door now go to? That's my question. I've been waiting, I've been waiting all week for this joke. <laughs> Morocco becomes the first Epcot land or the Epcot pavilion to have a sex change. <laughs> Take it through. That's a funny joke when you really stop and think it through. I, I get exactly where you're going with that. <laughs> All week for that joke. Uh, and everybody, dear Disney Parks podcast, Park Hopper John, my kids were listening. How dare you? I am sorry. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a lot of modifications because uh, Disney is now the primary owner. So they're going to do all the things they've been wanting to do for years. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Agrabar. Exactly. Uh, The Epcot uh, Pin Traders and Camera Center are being closed for refurbishment, like everything else in Epcot. So Mm -hmm. I don't know where they're going to put that. Probably on the other side, because I I think they did one side and then that went. So they're just going to move it to the other side until, uh, and I can't remember which side is open and closed anymore. <laughs> if you haven't been to the Disney Contemporary Resort lately, the entire side of one building is completely scrimmed from floor to ceiling. It is crazy. They're not they they didn't they're not doing it floor by floor they and doing the entire side of the building at one shop. It's insane. Now we were joking about this when we were there is uh you know those were supposed to be able to be pulled out like little dresser drawers and, you know, modified it and slid back into, I don't think ever once, I think the, I think I heard somebody say at one of the, um, the destination D or, or things that we didn't think about the, the outside skin of the building, like how we were going to pull the room out or how we were going to pull it out this way to modify. <laughs> Cause once they skin the building, they're like, Oh, Oh crap! And then the plumbing. Oh. How do you disconnect the plumbing? <laughs> so nobody. The great concept didn't work. Great, great, great thought. Did yeah. did not get all the yeah. way through. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, as part of the fiftieth uh, spruce up, all of the rooftops in Fantasyland have been painted this really shiny blue. Um, not the same shiny blue. That's on the castle, but a new shiny blue. They a new iridescent, as they would say. Shiny blue number two. Yeah. Iridescent yeah. number two. Iridescent number dose. Yeah. So it, it's looking fancy schmancy. Starting to look 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 great. I can't yeah. wait to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we want to say thank you for uh listening. Thank you for watching. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, come over to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and you can watch live warts and all bells and whistles. You can see everything that we do behind the scenes. Uh, also, we want to get you to go over to uh Disney Parks Podcast on uh the internets over at uh YouTube and uh the Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast. Come find us over on our home on the website, which is uh DisneyParksPodcast.com. <laughs> you can find all sorts of great articles here. We've got some guest bloggers. You can find all of our show archives as well as links to all sorts of really cool stuff like our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. If you're looking for a travel planner that you can trust, someone that's going to do an amazing job that's not going to cost you anything, uh, you want to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel, fill out the quick questionnaire, and someone from Destinations to Travel will get in touch with you. And uh, finally, if you like to support the show, like what we do here, and you would like to uh, to be part of our uh, Disney podcast uh, 
uh, Patreon community, you go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can sign up there. We've got a great reward system. We've got extra shows that we produce each and every week that you can only hear on Disney uh, Parks Podcast Patreon. And we've got all sorts of really cool things. If you like the Disney by the Numbers t-shirts, if you want to get a, you know, a hat from Pixar, we've got a lot of great stuff going on over there. Go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, if you'd like to get your Disney by the numbers shirt you can go to disneybythenumbers.com forward slash shop you could sign up each month you're going to get an email and a time frame uh, you're going to get the email and like uh within five to ten days of that email they're going to close up the shop and the shirts are gone if you don't buy that printing they are done uh and we're still continuing in the month of the year of the uh original og attraction so i'm wearing my uh twenty thousand leagues under the sea shirts and uh, do we have next month yet <coughs> we do not come soon oh yeah yeah we do yeah we do what? uh sky buckets yeah it's already done yeah yeah we we did yeah. the sky buckets so we've already done that so we don't know what the next one is but mm. yeah anywho guys thank you so much for being a part of the show thank you for chatting with us we hope that you had a great time and uh like we always say if we don't see you online we'll see you in the parks The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 